before we take up our seats, the Lord has led us thus far. It seems like yesterday that we had our crossover service and we are already finishing January. Would we take a moment to thank God? Father, oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your presence in our midst, O oh God, this night. And we thank you for your faithfulness all through this month. Father, you have shown yourself faithful unto us, true to your word, faithful and true are you, O Lord God. Father, we give you thanks for January, for the days that you have led us, for the days that you have kept us, for the journeys that you have preserved us in, for the health that you've given us, O Lord God, for preserving our lot, O Lord God. Father, we want to give you thanks. Thank you, my Father. Thank you for helping us walk in your ways, O Lord God. Father, thank you for correcting us as a father that corrects a child. Lord, thank you for your love over our lives, O God. Blessed Father, take all the thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. One more prayer before we sit. Psalms 145, verse 17, is our promise, 17 to 19. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. Amen. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him, the desire of those who fear him. Now let's go to Psalm 86, and that's where we will be praying. Psalm 86. Verse 11. Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. And this is our prayer. Unite my heart to fear your name. Unite my heart to fear your name. In other words, God, grant me an undivided heart. Tonight, grant me an undistracted heart to fear your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, can we pray? O oh Lord our God, the one who fulfills our desire, Lord, that we may fear your name, Lord, remove every distraction from our heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that takes us away from your presence, O oh Lord, remove it from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let my heart seek you and all your ways in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's be seated. We would be praying for nations tonight as our first part. And I invite you to look into the book of Genesis to see how Abraham interceded for nation, for a city that was close to him. How Abraham interceded. And I've titled, God Redeems from Destruction. Amen? God redeems from destruction. Even if wrath is declared, God still redeems a remnant. Let's look into Genesis 18. 
verse 17 onwards. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Now, what I have noted from this is, the Lord reveals his plans to them that keep the way of the Lord, who do righteousness, who keep justice. Verse 19, which says, For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, that that I may bring, to, sorry, to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. The Lord is a revealer. Deuteronomy 29 verse 29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord, but that which he has revealed belong to us, that we may do his word. Now, the second part of this is in Genesis 18. He says, verse 21, verse 20, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and their sin is very grave, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me. And if not, I will know. Now, this reveals that God is never rash. God is never rash. He is long-suffering. He's willing to go that extra mile. He is never rash. Now, the next part is what we will be dwelling on for some time. Verse 22. Then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom, but Abraham still stood before the Lord. Abraham still stood before the Lord. And the next verse begins, and Abraham came near. Now, intercession begins with being still before the Lord. And then, as we heard uh, when we started, drawing near to God. Abraham stood still before God, and then he drew near to God. Psalm 40, Habakkuk 2, 1. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1. I will stand my watch. Can you say to your neighbor, I will stand my watch? I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. Abraham stood, and then Abraham drew near. Now, again going back to chapter 17, you see the number of times Abraham asks. He says, chapter 18, he says, he begins, Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. 
would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to, to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Now, God came to, Abraham came to know God as the judge of all the earth. And then he was going on inquiring of the mind of the Lord. This was not just a negotiation, but he was going deep to understand what is the mercy of the Lord. That's why he goes from 50 to 45 to then 40, then 30, then 20, and then 10. Now, if you see, Abraham intercedes, this, this, this dialogue goes with them for about six times. And it also tells me no intercession is complete without Jesus. No intercession is complete without the Lord being our intercessor. That's why probably Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced to see my days. And it also shows, every time Abraham asked, six times, the Lord answered, I will not. I will not destroy. I will not destroy. I will spare. I will not destroy. I will not destroy. I will not destroy. Six times, God who is rich in mercy relented. So now, as we are rising up to pray, let's rise up to pray as we pray for nations, knowing that God, who has decreed judgment on nations, knowing God, who is rich in mercy, knowing this God, let's pray for, for nations. The first, we would be praying for three categories of nations. Nations in conflict, nations in peace, and nations hostile to God. So, let's rise up. Matthew 24. Matthew 24 verse 4 onwards, and I will read. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And then, let's go on to verse 14, where it says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Now, we have started seeing the beginning of sorrows for a long time. There are nations where there is continuous famines, where there is continuous pestilences, where there is continuous wars. So, the first prayer point that we are going to take up is what Jesus said first. Take heed that 
no one deceives you. Shall you tell yourself, can you tell yourself, I will take heed that no one deceives me. Second Peter, chapter 3, verse 17, is where we'll be camping on for prayer. Second Peter, chapter 3, verse 17. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, this is Peter talking about the end times, about, about deceivers coming in. He says, you therefore, beloved, since you know this be beforehand, beware, lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked. But grow, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is our prayer. Lord, that I would grow in this year. Lord, that I would grow in the knowledge, in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we pray that prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, this year, as we, as we go in prayer, Lord, as we go about whatever we do, Lord, help us to grow in the knowledge of you, to grow in the grace of you, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Ephesians 4, talking about learning of the Lord. Ephesians 4, verse 20 to 24. If you're there before me, you can read. Yes. Yes. The old man is always susceptible to corruption. The old man is always susceptible to deceit. That's why I said, the old man being led away by deceitfulness. And Peter asks us to put off that old man as a part of learning Christ. Continue, my brother. Amen. And that is where what will we be praying. God, help me to put off this old man. This old man always rises in me. It is susceptible to deceit. Help me to put off this old man. Let's pray that prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you have renewed me. You have made me new. But Lord, there are times that the old man in me rises up. In times of temptation, in times of weakness, God, grant me strength and grace. Grant me that undivided heart, O Lord God, to put off that old man in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me, my Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. We are also praying, God, renew my mind. Renew my mind according to your spirit, in the name of Jesus. Father, that you would renew our minds, O Lord God, at all times, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to renew our minds and to put on that new man that you have given us in the mighty name of Jesus.
which was created according to you, O Lord. Lord, help us to put on that new man in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Jude, verse 20. We're praying about against being deceived. Jude, verse 20. But you, beloved, I'm reading it from the Amplified Version. You, beloved, build yourself up, founded on your most holy faith. Make progress. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. This is the year of prayer, and this is what our prayer would be. God, that every day I will rise up higher and higher in the power of the Holy Spirit, in prayer, in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we pray? Father, that you would take me higher and higher in my prayer life, O Lord God. Father, that you would, build, you would help me build myself up by the power of your Holy Spirit, rising up higher and higher in prayer, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me, my Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to Matthew 24. And the Lord said that this gospel shall be preached unto all nations as what? As a witness to all nations. Now, as a witness also means that it would be for a testimony unto all nations. Some translations read it as, as a testimony unto all nations. So that persons may get the knowledge of the gospel and that they may profit from it as well. There is an opportunity given through the gospel, even when sorrows arise, even when there is tribulation, when the gospel, there is an opportunity that God gives, there is a window that God opens through the gospel. That is why this gospel shall be preached unto all nations. And then there is a chance, there is a choice rather than a chance for people to profit from it. So what would be our prayer? Isaiah 48. We are praying for nations that are going through troubled times. Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Oh, that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would have been like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would have been like the sand, and the offspring of your body like the grains of sand. His name would have never been cut off, nor destroyed from before me. When nations are perishing, the prayer that we pray is, God, lead them to profit from your gospel. Let's pray that prayer. Father, over every nation that is going through destruction, over every nation where there are beginnings of sorrows, where there are pestilences, where there are famines, God, let your gospel reach out unto them. God, teach them to profit from your word in the mighty name of Jesus.
God, you are the Lord who said who will lead us to profit, who will lead us by the way to go. God, teach us and teach these nations to profit from your gospel in the name of Jesus. Open their ears to heed to your word, O Lord. Open their ears to heed to God's word. Open their ears to heed to your word, O Lord God. Every form of hindrance that prevents your word from, from entering their ears. Lord, Father, come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. Scatter every hindrance, O Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. He also said in that, that your peace would have been like a river. Now, Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. The world seeks for a peace, but Jesus said, I came to give you a different peace. In the midst of the storm, you, still, still, you shall still have calm. So that's what we pray for these nations. God, that they may experience not the world peace, not the UN peace, but the Jesus peace. Let's pray. Father, that these nations, O Lord, shall experience your peace. The peace that flows from you like a river. Lord, cause souls in these nations to experience your peace as they receive your gospel. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. 2 Thessalonians 3, 1. 2 Thessalonians 3, 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you. Now, Use yourself as a point of contact. God, your word has profited me richly. Your word has been glorified in my life. Lord, on all these nations, Lord, cause your word to profit. Cause your word to come swiftly. Let's pray that prayer. Father, as your word has profited in my life, as your word has revealed its glory in my life, Lord, let that be the portion of these nations as well in the name of Jesus. Every soul that hears your word and responds to your word, Lord, as your word goes speedily, God, cause them to respond. Cause your glory to shine upon their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Draw them near according to your word, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, there's something interesting that I came across a couple of days back about uh, before we talk on the next point. Tough times create strong people. You agree? Okay. Strong people create great nations. Agree? Great nations create people at ease. You agree? If you look at the West, great nations create people at ease. People at ease create tough times. Do you agree or no? Don't agree. People at ease create tough times. So now we are going to pray for nations at peace or take off the P, nations at ease. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 8 to 11.
But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for, the, for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if there is anything which is, that is contrary to the sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. Now, according to the gospel, we know that the law is good if it is used lawfully. And according to the gospel, we know that the law is bad for this list of people that we have read. And therefore, in 2 Timothy, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, 1, Paul says, Therefore, knowing that the gospel is like this, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life he doesn't stop there. He says, in all godliness and reverence. There is a way to live in peace, and there is a way to live in peace with all godliness and reverence. So, what would be our prayer? According to this, Father, that the church would not be corrupted at times of peace. Because there is a set of men and women who are against the gospel, who are against righteousness, and there is a tendency in peace for that to inflict upon the church. So Lord, preserve your church. That is our prayer. Let's pray. Father, that the church would not be corrupted by unrighteousness even in times of peace in the name of Jesus. Preserve your bride, O Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Malachi chapter 3, Malachi chapter 3, verses 4 to 6. Sorry, Haggai. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Malachi chapter 2. I'm so sorry. Then you shall know that I have sent this commandment to you, that my covenant with Levi may continue, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him, one of life and peace. And I gave them to him so that 
he might fear me. Life and peace God gives so that we may fear him. And so he feared him and was reverent before my name. The law of truth was in his mouth and injustice was not found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity and the last part and turned many away from iniquity and turned many away from iniquity. The purpose that God gives us peace is so that we influence others, that the body of Christ becomes an influencer to withdraw many from iniquity at times of peace. That is the best opportunity that a church can have, times of peace. Would you thank the Lord for the peace that God has given over this nation? Shall we thank the Lord? Father, we thank you for your peace over this nation of Oman. This great nation that you have created, O oh Lord God. Father, we thank you for your peace. We thank you for your blessed peace over this land, O oh Lord God. In Jesus' name. The next prayer that you're going to pray is, God, make me an influencer. In times of peace, in this land, make me an influencer. Let me be able to draw people out of iniquity. In the mighty name of Jesus. that I would be an influencer for good. In Jesus' name, we pray. Acts 13, verses 6 to 11. Acts 13, verses 6 to 11. We're praying for people un under authority. Now, when they had gone through the island to Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew whose name was Bar-Jesus, who was with proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. Now, notice this. This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. We are going to pray for kings. This proconsul was actually kind of a deputy prime minister over that region. We're going to pray, God, cause kings to draw near to you to hear your word. Let's pray that prayer. Oh Lord, our Father, that you would cause kings in this region, kings around this region, kings all over the world, to draw near to you. As you caused this proconsul, Sergius Paulus, to draw near to you, to hear the word of God. Lord, that you would cause every king to draw near to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says that the heart of a king is in the hand of the Lord and you turn it like a water course wherever you wish. Lord, draw them near to you in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. But Elimas, the sorcerer, for so his name is translated, withstood them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. You're going to pray. God, every enmity against your faith. Father, that you would deal with it in the name of Jesus. Every Elimas, Lord, that you would come against them in the name of Jesus. Pray, church. Father, every spiritual opposition that, that forbids men from, that, that deters men from coming to you, Lord, that you would come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Then Saul, who is also called Paul, 
filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O full of all deceit and fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. That's our prayer next. For everyone that goes into darkness, Lord, send forth your light, so that the destroyer himself is redeemed in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we pray that prayer? Father, redeem everyone who is trying to pervert the ways of, the, of, of you. Lord, redeem them in your mercy. You are a Lord whom we can approach, we can entreat and ask for your mercy. Lord, have mercy upon every destroyer in the mighty name of Jesus. Show forth your light upon them that are blind in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Proverbs 3, verse 32. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. Father, reveal your secret counsel to this church in the mighty name of Jesus. The word says, secret counsel is with the upright. Lord, reveal your secret counsel in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, the third category that we are going to pray is for nations that are hostile to God. In Zechariah 10, Zechariah chapter 10, verses 9 to 11, I will sow them among the peoples, and they shall remember me in far countries. They shall live together with their children, and they shall return. I will also bring them back from the land of Egypt, and gather them from Assyria. I will bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon, until no more room is found for them. He shall pass through the sea with affliction, and strike the waves of the river, and the depths of the river shall dry up. And the pride of Assyria shall be brought down, and the scepter of Egypt shall depart. So I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they shall walk up and down in his name, says the Lord. When God scatters, it is only for a gathering. When God scatters, it is only for a gathering. So that's what we are going to pray. Wherever you have sown your people, there are people that God takes into places which are very hostile, into Egypt, into Assyria. I'm talking about spiritual Egypts and Assyrias. There are people that God has, God has sown them. And now, let's look at Zechariah 14, verse 16. And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which come against Jerusalem. Everyone who is a remnant of nations hostile to God shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts. Do you see the effect of the scattered people? The scattered people have now brought in a remnant who come to do what? To keep the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, the Feast of Tabernacles 
is reminiscent of a Christian life. Peter says we are sojourners, pilgrims on this earth. And in the Feast of Tabernacles, what, are, what the, the Jews were supposed to do was erect booths for themselves and remain there so that they would remember how the Lord conducted them in the wilderness. And they would thank God with their first fruit offerings and thank God for the way God had directed them in the wilderness. That is exactly how we as Christians are supposed to sojourn in this land, remembering God for our redemption and bringing our fruits of harvest to Him. So what we are going to pray for nations hostile to God is, Father, that there would be a remnant that comes to you. That the churches and the, and the souls that you have scattered in this land would bring remnant to you. Even through destruction, you are a God who redeems. Bring remnant to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we pray that prayer? Father, that you would draw your own, O Lord God. Even in the midst of, even in the midst of destruction, even in the midst of, of the Sodoms and Gomorrahs, God, that you should bring out your lot in the mighty name of Jesus. God, that you shall bring out Lot and his family in the name of Jesus. Father, that you shall bring out souls and master that they will walk in all your ways. They shall keep the feast of tabernacles in the mighty name of Jesus. They shall walk the pilgrim walk in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And so, our Father, we thank you, O Lord God, for you hear us always. Father, thank you for your hand upon the nations. Father, thank you for your redeeming work upon the nations. Father, thank you for your strength upon the churches. Father, thank you for your strength upon my life. Father, thank you for the strength that you've given me to soar up in my prayer life. Father, thank you for all that you're doing in my life and in, in the life of this church. Father, to be a light unto the Gentiles, to be a light unto the nations in darkness. Continue your good work in each one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Can you give a big clap offering to the Lord? Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. We give God praise. We appreciate Him because let us be seated. I want you to once again talk to the Lord tonight that whatever you have for me tonight, let me not go without it. Let me not miss it. Because in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. That joy that God has prepared for you and I tonight, let us talk to God and say, Father, I will not go unless you bless me. Begin to talk to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, my Father and my God, I pray in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, that blessing, O oh Lord, that joy you have prepared for me, O oh Lord, that answer that you are ready to give to me, my Father, in the name of Jesus, I will not go until I have it tonight. Father, 
Release it to me. Release it to me, Eshada. In the name of Jesus, let my joy be full because I'm in your presence tonight. Let my joy be full because I'm in your presence tonight. I give you all the glory. I praise you, Jesus. Be thou magnified. Be thou glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Shall be praying for the church and the family. But before we go into our prayers, I want us to exhort, I want to exhort us on what I titled the glory of God. Praise the Lord. The glory of God. According to Oxford Dictionary, it means honor. Praise the Lord. It means, when we say glory of God, it means God's honor. It means his praise. It means his worship. And it also means thanksgiving offered unto God. Praise the Lord. I want us to understand that what God wants from each, each and every one of us is to always seek his glory. To always seek his glory. That is, in everything that we do, the motive, our motive of doing that should always be to seek God's glory. Praise the Lord. Not our self-glory, not anything else, but to seek his glory. The Lord will show up with his glory in our lives in the name of Jesus. God demands that we do everything to glorify and to honor him. Let us open our Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. If you are there before me, you can read. 1 Corinthians 10. Praise the Lord. Whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. In other words, whatever you do, do it to show forth the glory of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That we should do everything to honor him. And we should do everything to give him thanks. Let our purpose for doing that thing be to give him praise. Amen. Be to give him praise. Let us also open our Bible to Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. Second Chronicles. Also, the Levites, which were the singer of, of them, of Asaph, of Hannah, and of Jedutum, with their song and their 
brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbal and satyrs and harp, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them an hundred and twenty priests, sounding with trumpets. Praise the Lord. What are they doing? They are praising God. They are showing God's glory. From verse 13 it says, And it came even to pass, as the trumpet and the singer were as one, to make one sound to, to be heard in praising and thanksgiving the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpet and sambas, an instrument of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the, even the house of the Lord. Verse 14. So that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is God's purpose. That is God's agenda. To always fill his house with his glory. And so that every man that stands, every man that is with the law, should always propose, should always arrange, should always put things together to always show the glory of the law. Amen. I want to say some few facts about the glory of the law so that uh, we will be able to go along as we continue to pray. God is always present where his glory is found. He will always show up for his glory. Praise the Lord. If you want God's presence to always be in what you are doing, arrange that thing in such a way that it will glorify God. Arrange that thing in such a way that the glory of the Lord will be revealed in that thing. And you will not have any other option than to have God's glory in that place. Let us open to Second Chronicle. I mean, First Chronicle, chapter sixteen, verse twenty-seven. First Chronicle, sixteen, Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his palace. Praise the Lord. Glory and honor are in his presence. That is, wherever the presence of wherever the presence of God is, the glory of God is there. Vice versa. Wherever the glory of God is, the presence of God is there. Amen. God will fight and deliver for his glory. Amen. God will fight and deliver for his glory. Let us uh, open to Psalms 79, verse 9. Psalm 79 verse 9 says 
Help us, O Lord, God of our salvation, for the glory of thy name, and deliver us, and purge us away, purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Help us, O God of our salvation, for thy glory. Praise the Lord. That is that prayer. The prayer is channeled properly. Father, the help we are asking you for, deliver it unto us so that your name might be glorified. It is a wise prayer. Praise the Lord. The Lord will show up first for the, for the first thing, for his glory. And for the second purpose, for the deliverance. So let us always seek his glory. And that will bring his presence. And that will bring whatever is required unto us. Also, we open our Bible to First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 35. First Chronicles 16, 35. If you are there before me, we can read. 1635. And say ye, save us, O God, of our salvation, and gather us together, and deliver us from the hidden, that we may give thanks to thy holy name, and glory in thy presence. Praise the Lord. God will fight and deliver for his glory. So whenever we find ourselves in any situation that is not pleasant, let us seek the glory. And when we seek the glory, he will surely appear and our deliverance shall be sure. Praise the Lord. Death is swallowed for the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Death is swallowed for the glory of God. Let us open to uh, John chapter 11 verse 4. John 11 Verse 4. Praise the Lord. We can see... The, everything Jesus says is to give glory to the Father. It to always show that the glory of the Lord, the glory of God is always important in our victory. He revealed his glory to at his will. In Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1, it, we are made to understand Isaiah saw the glory of the Lord. So the glory of the Lord can be revealed unto whom he wants to reveal. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want us to understand this briefly. Human pride will not allow the glory of God. If there is pride, if pride is found in us, we cannot exhibit the glory of God. And also anger. Human anger. The Bible makes us to understand that human anger cannot do the work of God. Because of that, human anger cannot, cannot bring forth the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Why should we seek God's glory? That is, that is we, we, we seek God's glory because that is where 
he is found. Amen? That is where God can be found, where his glory is. If you want, if you want God's presence, then seek his glory. We can put this down, Psalm 30, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Then, when he is lifted up, praise the Lord. When God is lifted up, then his glory will be revealed. Let us put this down also, John 12, verse 32. If we glorify God, our imprisonment will be broken. Amen. When we glorify God, there is always this, that our imprisonment will be broken. Like in the case of Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16, verse 25. Let us open to that. Acts 16, verse 25. Acts 16, 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone bound were losing. Praise the Lord. When we seek the, what Paul and Silas were doing was to glorify God before the, the, all the other prisoners. That is why they choose to sing and worship him at midnight. And what happened, the glory of God appeared, and they were losing from their bondages. Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout hallelujah. As we seek God's glory, as we seek God's glory, his presence will always be with us. As we seek God's glory, his covering will always be on us because that is what he wants us to do. So we are going to pray along this line and we will rise up now and talk to God. First of all, I want you to thank God tonight and appreciate him for this exhortation, for this understanding that he has brought unto us concerning his glory. Begin to appreciate him. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We appreciate you, Lord. Thank you for this understanding about your glory that you have brought unto us tonight. My Father, my Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for this understanding, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, El Shaddai. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I still want us to pray and talk to God and say, Father, give me understanding. Give me the in-depth of this word I've had tonight. Let me understand it the more so that I can, be, I can begin to live a life that always seek your glory. Begin to talk to God. I pray, my Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to understand this the more. Let this word I heard tonight mix with my faith that I might begin to live a life that glorifies you. That I will begin to live a life 
that glorifies you, that seek after your glory, not after the glory of man. In the name of Jesus, my Father, my God, I give you praise. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We are going to pray and say, Father, help me to seek your glory. Every day of my life, in everything that I do, help me, O Lord, to seek your glory. In the name of Jesus, to live for your glory. In the name of Jesus, Almighty God, to, to, look, to yearn and seek after your glory. Father, in the name of Jesus, every day of my life, I pray, help me to seek your glory. Help me to seek your glory. Help me to seek your glory. In the name of Jesus, my Father and my God, I pray, help me to seek your glory. In the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, let this be, O Lord, my yearning. Let this be, O Lord, my desire to seek after your glory. In the name of Jesus, to seek after your glory. In the name of Jesus, to seek after your glory. My Father and my God, to seek after your glory. Help me, O Lord. Help me, Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Help me to seek after your glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the mystery for all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Praise the Lord. For all that is the earth is for our God. Amen. We are going to pray and say, Father, let this your power that is described here tonight, let it envelop me. The Bible says, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty is yours, O Lord. I pray, Father, envelop me with it, O Lord. Let my covering be your glory. Let my covering be your majesty. The covering of my family, the covering of my children, the covering over your church, let it be your glory, Lord. Let it be your honor, Lord. Let it be your, your power. Let the glory, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Let this be upon us. Let your glory be upon us. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We are going to pray, Father, let my life express your glory. Let your glory, O oh Lord, find expression in my life. Let my life, O oh Lord, reveal your glory in every aspect, O oh Lord. Let my life reveal your glory. Begin to talk to God in the name of Jesus. My family, my work, my house, O oh Lord, your church, let it be to thy glory. Let it reveal thy glory. Let it reveal thy glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let it reveal your glory, Lord. 
Let it reveal your glory, Lord. My sin, Teria Desaria. I pray, my Father. Ye can colia sanderibo sundaya. I pray, my Father. Thank you, Jehovah. Let my life reveal your glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. We are going to pray and say, Father, in every area of my life that I have lost your glory, let it be recovered tonight in the name of Jesus. And it was said about Ichabod that there is no more glory for Israel. Father, it will not be my portion. Father, let that glory that I have lost out of ignorance, your glory that I have lost out of ignorance, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let me recover it tonight by your mercy, by your grace, by your power. Let it be recovered tonight in the name of Jesus. Ragaba shentirima sandaya, rigaba sunturia dasida, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We are going to say, Father, every compromise because of your glory in my life, let it be destroyed. Every compromise because of your glory. And the enemy came to Jesus because they wanted to steal his glory. They wanted him to exchange his glory for the things that passes away. We are going to pray and say, Father, let my glory not be corrupted in the name of Jesus. The enemy wants to corrupt the glory of God upon our lives. You will say, Father, let my glory not be corrupted. Let your glory upon my life not be corrupted. Let your glory upon this church not be corrupted in the name of Jesus. I pray, my Father, let the glory, your glory upon this church, let it not be corrupted. Let it not be compromised in the name of Jesus. I pray, my Father, let your glory upon this church, let your glory upon my life, let your glory upon my family, let it not be corrupted, let it not be corrupted, let it not be compromised in the name of Jesus. Let your glory not be compromised. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, it says, Arise and shine, for thy, for thy light has come. Arise and reveal the glory of God, because the light of God is upon you. You are going to pray and say, Father, it is my time to shine. In this 2017, Lord, it is my time to shine. Let your light penetrate me. Let your light remove every drought of the good. Every drought of the good, let your light, let your fire, O oh Lord, purify me. It is my time to shine. In 2017, I pray it is my time to shine. It is my time to reveal your glory. 2017 is my year of shining. 
Father, in all ramification, Jehovah, I pray, I shall shine. Let your light, O Lord, I receive your light. Let it come into me now. Let your light come into me now. In the name of Jesus, your light that purifies, your life, O Lord, that makes every darkness to disappear, your light that removes every impurity, your life that removes every lies of the devil. I pray in the name of Jesus, let your light come. Let your light come. I receive your light, your light that reveals your glory. Let it come upon me tonight. Let it come upon me tonight. Let me come upon me tonight. Let me let it come upon me tonight. In the name of Jesus. Gremala Sonte Poyada Senda. Le Prodimoson de Yeka Sanda. Glorify yourself in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. We are going to pray this prayer for the church, for ourselves, and for our family. But we say, Father, let your light shine in this church. Let your light shine, O Lord, to reveal your glory. That every eye will see that this is the glory of God. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let your light shine, my Father. Let your light shine, King of glory. Let your light shine upon this church, Jehovah. In every aspect, let your light shine. In the name of Jesus, let your light shine. Let your light shine. Upon this church, Father, let your light shine. Mighty God, let your light shine. I pray in the name of Jesus, let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your glory be revealed upon this church. Let your glory be revealed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us pray for our families, for every family in TBLOF, that the glory of God be revealed in this family. In the name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. I pray, Father, that your glory be revealed in every family that is represented here in TBLF in the name of Jesus. Let your glory be revealed, Lord. I pray, let your glory be revealed, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let your glory be revealed, Lord. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us also pray for ourselves. In that area of our life that we want the glory of God to be revealed. Let us mention it specifically tonight. And say, Father, let your glory be revealed in this area of my life. Whatever, I want you to mention it to God today and put it down that today you mentioned it unto him. Begin to talk to God. Father, reveal yourself. Is it concerning your walk? Is it concerning your head? Father, reveal yourself. In the name of Jesus. Reveal yourself, O Lord. For your glory, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, reveal yourself. For your glory. Reveal yourself for your glory. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, reveal yourself. Concerning that situation, reveal yourself, O Lord. Concerning that situation, for your glory. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want us to pray 
and use Anna's strategy. Anna said unto the Lord, This I am asking for. If you give it unto me, I will give him back to you. Praise the Lord. That is to say, this thing I'm asking for, when you, I receive it, it shall be to your glory. Begin to talk to God. My Father, my Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, let it be to your glory. Let it be to your glory. My Father, my God, le sataya masidaya, gre la masonda. I pray, let it be for your glory. In the name of Jesus, let it be for your glory. Almighty Father, let it be for your glory. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. These are the things that bring God's glory. First of all, worshiping God, you know, selflessly. Praise the Lord. And David was dancing before the Lord, not minding that his clothes was being ripped off because he was consumed by the presence, by, by what he's doing unto the Lord. So, praising the Lord, we bring down his glory. Praise the Lord. And doing his will, going extra mile to do his will, like we are called to evangelize. You see, when you go extra mile to evangelize, you bring down the glory of God. Praise the Lord. And when you worship him, when you sing songs unto him, you bring down his glory. Like the three Hebrew children in, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Daniel chapter 3, I think from verse 26. You see, they stood their ground and said, we will not, we will not bow down. We will not bow down. When you obey God to such an extent, his glory will be revealed. Praise the Lord. The enemy will, will do all things to, 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 to press you down. But if you stand and say, this is the word of the Lord, and this is what shall happen in my life, definitely God will show up with his glory. Praise the Lord. You are going to pray and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to stand with that your word that will bring forth your glory. No matter the, the forces of darkness, no matter the, the, the compromise of the enemy, Father, that word that will bring forth your glory, help me to stand by it, O Lord. Help me to stand by it, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, help me to stand by it, O Lord. I pray, help me to stand by it. In the name of Jesus, help me to stand by it. In the name of Jesus, my Kantori Basanda, the children of Israel, the three Hebrew children, were thrown into the fire, and the fire could not have power over them because the glory of God was with them. My Father and my God, Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, and the lions could not have power over him because of your glory. My Father and my God, let your glory be revealed upon my life in the name of Jesus, and let every enemy that pursue me go back because of your glory. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Almighty God, we glorify your name. Thank you, O Lord, because this is what you want to do in our lives.
you want to reveal your glory. Father, I pray let our life be receptible for your glory in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh Lord, let our family be receptible for your glory in the name of Jesus. My Father, in that very place that we have been disgraced, O oh Lord, let your glory, let your glory be revealed in that very place concerning us in the name of Jesus. My Father and my God, in whatever area, O oh Lord, your children have cried unto you tonight to show up. Father, let your glory show for them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Eshadai. We give you all praise and honor. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to tell your neighbor, I've come to watch and pray. Tell your neighbor one more time, I've come here to watch and pray. Now tell your neighbor, will you watch and pray with me? Are you ready? I'll ask all the choir quickly to come up to the stage and just let us worship God. We were seeing that Brother Justin spoke about desiring God's glory. You can desire His glory when you enter the Holy of Holies. That's the place you find God's glory. Moses found it. Moses was able to find the glory of God when he entered the Holy of Holies. I enter the holy of holies. I enter through the blood of the Lamb. I enter to worship you only. I enter to
Father, we have come into the Holy of Holies right now to hear from you, to receive from you, to sit in your presence, Lord God. Father, we pray there's no other place that we'd rather be but to be in your presence, Lord God. Minister to us as we sit in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. I bring the church a warning today. I bring the church a warning. We've seen what is the precept of this year. Anybody could tell me. Precept. You like Pastor Abraham to come forward? So what is the precept? Can somebody say it loud? Ah. Where is it found? Colossians chapter 4 verse. Can somebody say what it is? <laughs> if I say I have thousand reals, you'll say, brother, I'm ready. I want to bring a warning to the church today because we are asked to watch, to watch. Prayer does not come easy. There is a cost to prayer. And I've titled today's message as Watch and Pray. Let us quickly turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 26. I want you to choose somebody. I don't want you to sit alone. If it's possible, if it's possible, find at least one person to be side of you. If three, fantastic. Somebody come and join Pastor Lake in here. Cecil, run and join Pastor Lake in here. Don't sit alone. I'm going to show you why you should not sit alone. Can somebody run and sit with Pastor Sean? Get his anointing quickly. Run to him. Get somebody's anointing. I'm going to show you a secret today. Are you ready? Matthew 26, verse 36 to 46. Matthew, start. Where are you? Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, O oh my Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, 
and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. In Jesus' name we are prayed. We need to understand what took place before Jesus could take, go into the spiritual war zone. They were about to witness a great supernatural battle take place. They were about to witness it. But we are going to see what the enemy does to them when they were about to witness a supernatural battle that was about to take place. But before the battle can take place, we, will, we see that Jesus sees one of his disciples who heals to Satan. One of the disciples. We find that in John chapter 13 verse 2, before Jesus can enter into this battleground, there's one already going away. And we find that in Matthew uh, 13 verse 2, and then we look at Matthew 13 verses 25 and 20, 27. 13.2. And supper being ended, the devil, the devil... Yes, brother. The devil, having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, mm. Simon's son, to betray him. Already the devil has already prompted Judas. They were going into the battleground, but here the devil has already set aside one of his disciples and he prompted him, you be ready to betray him. And look at now verse 25 and 27, what the Bible says. 25, the same, John 13, 25, 27. Then, leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, mm. Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. 27. Now, after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Yes, brother, one minute. After he took the bread, you see what's happening. Taking the bread from the Lord opened a door because God already knew that Judas had already sold his soul to the enemy. Yet, he was in the church. Yet, he was in the presence of God. Selling is sold to Satan, yet comes and sits in the presence of God and taking communion. We have to be very careful that we don't sell ourselves to the enemy and then come sit in the house of God. And if we take communion, we know what will be the result. Here was this man who drove out demons, who healed the sick, and a time came when he took communion. Satan entered into him. Jesus enters the garden. Next slide, my sister. Jesus enters the garden and he leaves eight of his disciples at the entrance of the garden. If you see outside, we see where outside is Judas already gone lost before the battle could begin. He's already lost. He's gone. At the supper, he goes to betray Jesus. And then we see the second, the third circle, we see the outer court. We see at the outer court, Jesus leaves eight of his disciples at the outer court. And now he takes three of them. He takes Peter, he takes James, 
and he takes John to the inner court. We find the outer court, the eight disciples there. Now we find that Jesus taking these three men to the inner court. This is the third time that he had taken these three men with him. In the body of Christ, we are all here, but we are all in different levels. We might look the same. We might talk the same. We might walk the same. We might praise the same. We might read the Bible the same, but we are in different levels. We've seen it. Number one, Judas getting lost. Then we see at the outer court, the eight disciples sitting. There was nothing wrong with them. They were there. And then we find the inner court, we find Peter, James, and John, he takes them. They were with them six days earlier on the Mount of Transfiguration. They seen what took place at the Mount of Transfiguration, where they seen it is, it's written in Matthew chapter 17, verse 1. There's no need to read it. You can go home and read it, where they seen Moses and Elijah. They had the greatest revelation to see it, and they didn't want to come down. And now we see the second time when he took them again, he took them to the home of Jairus, where he raised up Jairus' daughter from the dead, it's found in Luke chapter 8, verse 51. So here are these three people having a great, you could say a great encounter, three times to be with the master. Now we look at verse 38. It says, Then said he unto them, A time has come now. Look at it, he says, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Look at that word. Jesus himself says, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. Look at that. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Tarry ye here and now watch with me. He now goes a little further after keeping them in the inner court he enters the holy of holies. These men were supposed to be a watch this encounter, but very sadly we are going to see what happens to them. He wanted them to do only one thing. Tell your neighbor one thing God requires from you. And you know what is that? Don't tell your neighbor you know what is that now. Watch and pray. Tell your neighbor, watch and pray. He was entering into a difficult time and the presence of his disciples were needed so much with him at this time. We must not think that it was the fear of death that made our Lord so agonizing in the garden. It was not that. He did not fear death, but faced it with courage and he faced it with peace. Because he knew he was coming to do his father's will. We must understand, the father was now laying on Christ the sins of the world. At this very time, when he was in the holy of holies, in the secret place, the father was now laying on him the past sins from the time of Adam. The present sins till he was there and the future sins 
till he returns. That's the reason, no matter from that time up to now, till he returns, a man or a woman can cry out and say, God, forgive me, I have sinned against you, because he has shed his blood. He has taken the cup of suffering for you and for me. Amen? Look at Leviticus chapter 16. I want to show you something. The next slide, my sister, please. Don't put the scripture up. Just keep the slide on, please. Next slide. Leviticus chapter 16, verse 21 and 22. Leviticus 16. Anyone has it quickly? Can you read it? And Aaron shall lay both his hands upon the head of the live goat and confess over him. Look at the live goat. Confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions in all their sins, putting them upon the head of the goat and shall send him away by the hand of a fit man into the wilderness and the goat shall bear upon him all their iniquities unto the land not inhabited and he shall let go the goat into the wilderness that was happening continuously and now we see Christ in the garden of Gethsemane having the wrath of God fall upon him he was taking the cup of suffering of sin and shame upon himself just like that goat in the Old Testament here was our master now sitting and taking upon himself. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the mm -hmm. tree. On the that, tree? That we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness. Have you seen that? The same thing that took part in the Old Testament now is being also taking part in the New Testament. People of the Old Testament who rebelled against God, even though, even though, they were chosen to enter the promised land. They were chosen by God to enter the promised land, but because of their rebellion, lost place in the promised land. Because of their rebellion. The same thing is happening within the body of Christ. We think it only happened so many thousands of years ago, but no, it's still happening. You might ask, what is the rebellion? Watch and pray. And what we do when we come to church? You know those three circles which I just now showed you? We are in the church, but we are still sleeping. When we ask to pray, how do you pray? You put the person next to you also to sleep. The Bible says, watch and pray. We are already slumbering. A warning to the church. This year, 2017, even though the precept is there, if you're not careful, the enemy will put you to sleep. And that should not be a portion in Jesus' name. Look around you. Just look around you. Not to condemn anybody. I'm not condemning anybody. Look around you. Half are still sleeping. Still gone to bed. For various reasons, and let us not condemn them, whatever be the reasons. He says, watch and pray. The church calls for prayer, and where are we? Sleeping. And we say, I love you, Jesus. Now, we might condemn them. What about us who are here? 
the moment the word of God starts, gone, Timbuktu. You're dreaming of your food tomorrow morning. He already puts you to sleep. The third category of sleeping, the three. One person is praying, you hear him praying, that puts you faster to sleep. You even do not know you're snoring also. Within the body of Christ, we have seen it that his disciples slept, the enemy put them to sleep. How much careful should you and I be? How much careful should you and I be when we come into the house of God? And if we are not careful this year, instead of us following the precept, we will fall a slumber if you are not careful. Every corner you'll find us sleeping if you're not careful. We've seen what was the reward of them. Many of them got destroyed by earthquakes, swallowed by earthquake because of rebellion, bitten by snakes because of rebellion, killed by the enemy because of rebellion, and they were destroyed completely because of rebellion. In the New Testament times, on the other hand, we've seen Judas who did miracles. The Bible says he sent them two by two. Is that not right? If the Bible says he sent them two by two, that means Judas was there, part of the miracle. A man who worked miracles, a man who drove out demons, yet was lost. A man who walked with Jesus, who talked with Jesus, even he would have slept where Jesus slept, yet got lost. How much careful should you and I be Especially this year. Even though a year of precept, I warn you again. Do not slumber. The enemy will put you to sleep if you're not careful. My brothers and sisters, if you look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 22, many will say to him on that day, bread of life will say to him on that day, Sorry, I have to warn you this way. Lord, Lord, didn't we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? We should not hear that sad word, I do not know you. May that not be our portion in Jesus' name. Brethren, the choice is ours today. It is your choice. Tell your neighbor it's your choice today. Are you satisfied dwelling in the outer court? It's not a bad place to dwell. It was not a bad place to dwell. He kept them in the outer court. Jesus would have had his own reasons for keeping them in the outer court. And I'm sure they would have thought to themselves, he's gone to the inner court, no problem, beautiful time, let us sleep. If the inner court people slept, what about the outer court? Before they would have reached the inner court, they would have already been sleeping. Have you noticed how difficult it is when, when we, it's time for us to get up and pray? We want that five minute more. And if our loved one is beside us, that will cause us more to slumber. It's true. It is true. What about the inner court? Are you desiring to dwell in the inner court, the holy place? It's not a wrong place. It's a beautiful place. But be aware, even in the inner court you can sleep. Why I'm telling this, I'm emphasizing so much, you do not know your enemy. 
You need to know who your enemy is. And he will put you to slumber even while I'm talking now. You can fall asleep also. Satan put them in a very cozy sleep. And a battle was taking place just side of them. An intense spiritual battle was taking place. It's a pity, I'm sorry to say that, it's a pity to see people fall asleep in the church. There's no excuse. You cannot say the message was too boring. I could not understand this brother's message. When he talks, I go to sleep. We find excuses. Or we say, I worked all day long, brother. It was a long day. Today I invited somebody to for vigil night. One of our church members. And that person told me, brother, I got to do shopping, you know. Vigil night. Shopping. Vigil night is 10.30. This person has gone shopping. And this person asked to pray for, this, for them to get promotion. God gave the promotion. And where they are now? Slumbering. Be careful when God blesses you. The enemy will put you to sleep immediately. They say, I woke up very early, brother. You don't understand. I can't stay awake in the church. They say, my children gave me too much of trouble during the whole day. I'm not able to stay awake in the church. The enemy will give you a thousand reasons to put you to sleep when the message is going on. Or they will say, I am tired, brother. But you put a beautiful movie there, brother's awake. Brother will say, bring me a cup of coffee also so that I can watch the movie. How many people watch movie and when the movie is over, they can't pray. They go straight to bed. They fly. Or sometimes, even on the couch, they will sleep. They don't have energy to get up and go also. The disciples could have had hundreds of reasons to sleep. We have showed you hundreds of reasons. They could have said, it's a cold night, Brother Claudie. Very cold. How many of us got shawls here for this cold? Imagine that cold. What a state it is. Can any of us go and be in the cold while it's uh, winter? Ah, we can't. Those poor disciples, they could have had reasons. They could have said, we worked the all day we worked. Jesus gave us a lot of work the whole day. He does not know what we are going through. They would have said the day was hectic. Late night, they could have had all the reasons. But yet, the enemy played with them and put them to sleep. We have to be very careful. The last and the best place to ever be is with Jesus in the Holy of Holies. Only three amens. You see, already you're sleeping. My message has already put you to sleep. The choice is yours. You can choose where you want to be. You have no excuses to give to him on that day. No excuse. You cannot say you never had light bulb. You cannot say there was no AC. You say, I gave you AC. Imagine our great-great-grandparents, they never had even light. They prayed all night long. Look at us, we got light, we got AC, we got toilet. They never had toilets. And yet, they stood and they prayed. They worshipped God. We have everything, and yet we slumber. What a sad state it is. A very, very sad and a pathetic state for the body of Christ. 
Many godly people have been arrested, beaten, slain because of their faith in God. But at the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus' experience was made sin and he was made curse for you and me. He was made sin for you and me. He was made a curse for you and me. Look at 2 Corinthians 5.21 and we will see that Jesus was made sin for you and me. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. If you're sleeping, say amen. See that? Somebody came and told me two days ago, Brother Claudie, you must say it. Brother Georgie never said it well. You say it, they will say amen. Galatians 3.13 Christ redeemed us from the... Now you won't talk now. You're scared. Now you won't talk. I release your tongue in Jesus' name. Christ redeemed us from the... Of the law by becoming... You see what he became for us? He became sin because of us. And he became a curse because of us. How much more should we love to serve him? How much more should we desire to be in the Holy of Holies? I call the choir quickly to come. This was the cup. Choir, please come up. This was the cup that Jesus was willing to take for our sins, past, present, and future. Jesus was not wrestling with blood with God's will, but, and he was not resisting God's will. He was not doing that. He was willingly yielding himself to God's will. He never fought against God's will. How many times, if God tells us to go to Afghanistan, we will fight against his will. We will say, be quiet in Jesus' name. He says, I'm Jesus talking to you. He said, no, I want some other voice. I want to go to America. That's the land I need to go. Yet, as a son of God, he knew that this was his mission to drink the cup of suffering for you and for me. I want you to quickly turn before the choir gets ready. I want you to take, show you a flashback. The disciples were committed. You know the church when, the, when, the, when Jesus was there? That was the most perfect church, correct? The disciples were with Jesus. The shepherd was there. The high priest was there. They had a three and a half year seminar. Perfect church. They learned everything that they wanted to learn. They even celebrated by making a commitment to Jesus. And they made a commitment to one another at the Lord's table. And in the close of their service, just like Bread of Christ service, they even sang a hymn at the end. You find that in Mark chapter 4, 14, 22. Peter now boldly says, I will not deny you. I will not forsake you. Even if all of them leave you, I won't leave you. Perfect. Everything looks like a perfect church. Commitment made, communion taken, self-denying to have unity. Does that, that remind us of our church? We are asked to love one another, correct? When you got saved, you, you made a promise you'll, you'll love Jesus, correct? Yes or no? Ah, you made a commitment. You remember that day of your salvation, how you said, God, I will live for you all the days of my life. You said, God, I will love even my enemies, Lord. Even Saddam Hussein comes, I will love him, Lord. You said, God, I will be honest. But somewhere down the line, slowly you drifted away. Where is that first love? Where is it now? 
Let us stand up on our feet and let's say, I found a new way of living. We are going to say, God, I have found a new way of living. I found a new life divine and that I'm going to abide in the vine. I found a new way of living. I found a new life divine. I have the fruit of the Spirit. I'm abiding, abiding in the wine. Abiding in the wine, abiding in the wine. Love, joy, health, peace, peace, faith, and mind. I have prosperity, power, and victory. Abiding, abiding. just because there are spiritual people around us. Never assume that. And that's what the disciples assumed. They had Jesus with them, but they failed. Jesus succeeded. So let us take that as a prayer. Father, give me grace that I will not assume. I will see prayer taking place. I will see intercession taking place. But give me grace that I will stand. Let us make this as a prayer. 
pray, my brothers and sisters, only if you pray at the time of testing, you will not fall. You will not fall in Jesus' name. Father, give us the grace, Lord God, that we will never think that we are spiritual, Lord God. Just because we see spiritual people around us, Lord God, give us the grace to hunger. Give us the grace to thirst. Give us the grace to enter the holy of holies, Lord God. This is our heart's cry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are going to pray. Let us pray and ask God to give us the grace to watch and pray at all times. Let us pray. I want you to be in agreement with the brother or sister side of you and pray. God, give us the grace that we will watch and pray. Find somebody and say, God, give us the grace that we will watch and pray at all times. Not only in night vigil, not only on Thursdays, but at all times. When I am alone, Lord God, give me the grace that I will not fall asleep, Master. I want to watch and pray. This is my heart's cry, Lord God. Give us the grace that we will watch and pray at all times. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us come to the Lord in prayer, asking Him to strengthen us every time when we pray that we will not be able, that we will be able to enter the Holy of Holies. Let us pray. Father, we pray and we ask you to strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God, at all times, Master, that when we pray, that we will be able to enter the Holy of Holies. We do not want the outer coat. We do not want the inner coat, even though they are good. Even though they are good, Lord God, we want to be in the Holy of Holies. We want to be in the spiritual battle with you, Lord God, because that's what Jesus is doing right now. Jesus is interceding. Father, we pray that you will give us the grace to be intercessors, Lord God, to be mighty intercessors, Lord God. This is our arts cry, Master. In Jesus' name we pray. The next prayer point. The spirit of slumber that worketh in the garden of Gethsemane works in many churches even today. The tra tragedy is that when demons put many people to sleep, that should never be our portion in Jesus' name. Let us pray and say, God, give us the grace, Master, that the enemy will not put us to sleep when we are supposed to pray, when we are supposed to watch and pray, that we will not fall asleep, Master. This is our arts cry, Daddy, that you will give us the grace, Master, that we will never slumber nor sleep, Lord God, in the time of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. There's one prayer point that I want to make. I want us to pray for His Majesty. We are here in this land. We are enjoying everything in this land. Let us pray for the safety of the people in this land. Let us pray for long life, for good health, for His Majesty. Let us pray. Take somebody's hand in agreement and pray and say, God, I lift up His Majesty into your throne room of grace. Give Him long life, Lord God. Father, we do not want any arm or danger to come near Him, Lord God. No pestilence to come near Him, Father. Father, we pray, just as you did in the past, give Him 15 years more, Lord God. Give Him, Lord God, 15 years more, Master, that we should not hear that He's sick, Lord God. We should not hear that He's ill, Lord God. Father, this is our heart's cry, Daddy. In the name of Jesus, we pray for His majesty, Lord God, for long life. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray for the council of ministers that they will give Him godly counsel. Godly counsel. Let us pray, Father, that you will give every minister to give godly counsel to His majesty. No one will give wrong counsel, but they will give counsel that will benefit this land. 
will benefit the people, will benefit the church, will benefit everyone around them. Father, we pray that you will give them, Lord God, godly counsel that they will give unto the master. Father, we pray, Master, in the name of Jesus, you will do it, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray that they will fear and they will honor the king. Let us pray that they will fear and honor the king. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray. All summons and in agreement. It's the time for you to pray. Do not fall asleep like the inner court and the outer court. Let us pray, Father, have mercy that Lord God upon them, that they will fear the king. They will honor him. They will never want to do wrong against him, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray that every law that is passed will be good for the people, will benefit the church of Christ. Every law will be good for the people and benefit the church. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we pray every law that is going up, Lord God, will benefit the church, will benefit the church, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Lord God. This is our heart's cry, Master, that every law will benefit the church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are going to pray for tomorrow's service. There are several points. Can I have that on the screen, sister? We are going to pray for God's presence to manifest in this place. Number two, we are going to pray for the choir. We are going to pray for the Friday school children and the teachers. We are going to pray for the ushers. We are going to pray for every newcomer. We are going to pray for every backslider. We are going to pray for the coordinator. And we are going to pray for the messenger of God's word. All are on the screen. I want us to pray. Let us pray. Father, tomorrow there will be a mighty move of your presence, Lord God. Mighty move of your presence, Lord God. Mighty move. I want to be where you are. Father, we pray that tomorrow, Lord God, there will be a move. As the choir ministers, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, they will usher your people into your presence, Lord God. Father, we, we pray as the choir leader leads the people, Lord God, that you will move. We pray for the children of Friday School Daddy. We pray that they will go and learn. And what they learn, they will never forget, Lord God. We pray for the Friday School teachers. Impart unto them, Lord God. We pray for every usher, Lord God, that their hands will have anointing, Lord God. That when people come, they will minister to the people. We pray for the newcomers, that they will hear the word. And the word will set them free. Meet them at the point of need, Daddy. This is our heart's cry. We pray for the coordinator as he, as he coordinates tomorrow. And we pray for the man of God who brings your word. Lord, we pray as your servant stands at the pulpit, Lord God. Anoint him, Lord God, with fresh understanding, Lord God. Father, let the oil of garment flow over him, Master. That as he speaks your word, signs and wonders will happen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. I will want to worship from
sleep while with you, but to be alert, praying and seeking your face, so that we will not lose out in destiny. Lord, please help us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Please, we're just going to pray two prayers, one your own prayers. I'm going to pray for one man called Mohammed Arif. He had accident earlier this week. He's still on the bed in ICU, yet to respond fully. Our prayer is that God is very Christian. We trust though that God will touch that man, will restore his life fully. God will heal him. And God will save his life. Please let's go ahead and commit him. His name is Muhammad Arif. Lord, we commit Muhammad Arif unto your heart. Lord, touch him and restore life unto him. Father, restore life unto him. Lord, restore life unto him. I declare his spirit, soul, and body fully returned back. Lord, give him a second chance and let him be saved. Jesus, heal him and save his soul. Jesus, heal him and save his soul. Restore life unto him and let him know that indeed you are the one that did it for him. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus. Mighty name we are praying. Open your Bible to Genesis 30, 23 to 20. 22 to 23. And I want you to bring out your prayer point as well. Genesis 30, 22 to 23. Amen. Are you hearing me, please? Okay. I'm not hearing myself here. <laughs> Genesis 30, 22 to 23. I'm going to be using these two scriptures to pray concerning your situation. The Bible says, and God remember Rachel. You know the story of Rachel. He was sidetracked. The other woman was just giving birth like rabbit. This woman became frustrated. She was ready to die if no child comes. But at a point, heaven opened over this woman. And I believe heaven is going to open over you concerning your desire from God this morning in the name of Jesus. 
And God remember Rachel. I want to say your name into that place. Want to go? And God remember Lekolua Koju. Did you hear that? And that's why we are going to pray. Say, and God remember Rachel, and God acting to her and opened a womb. Verse twenty-three. And she conceived and bare a son, and said, God has taken away my reproach. I don't know the reproach you are passing through. I don't know that desire of your heart. Say, God, remember me tonight and take away this reproach. Remember me like you remember Rachel and answer the cry of my heart. Lord, this is the issue I cannot afford to go back on with. Lord, this issue no man can solve it except you do. Jesus, remember me tonight. Remember me early this morning. You said it that sick with hell shall find me. I'm in your presence early this morning. Jesus, remember me and my house for good. Remember horse and hacking onto horse and remove every reproach. Remove every shame. Remove every reproach in the name of Jesus. Take away every reproach and answer all our prayers. Answer all my prayers. Answer all my prayers. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It is done. It is done. I say it is done. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. You shall testify in Jesus' name. Amen. As Rachel was given the joy of her heart, and she named him Joseph, I decree the Lord will give you your own Joseph. I don't know the type of Joseph you are looking for. It may be a new job. It may be a promotion. It may be financial breakthrough. It may be healing in your body. Whatever it is you are trusting God for, God will give you your own in the name of Jesus. And you shall testify to the glory of God in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your sons you have used to bless us tonight. Lord, I pray every prayer we have prayed shall receive speedy answers in the name of Jesus. And as we have cried unto you, I pray you will remember each and every one of us. You will act unto us and remove all our reproach in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We come back to your presence later today, Lord. It shall be with great testimony. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The grace together in fellowship, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of